Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the R-Truth about today's current events. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. It's cold, snowing, miserable, and Joe Biden, unfortunately, is still the president. I know. Well, it won't give us any lack of things to talk about. That that is true. Although, when you talk about it, it still gets depressing. But well, we are not trying to be depressing. We're going to be ever right. hopeful and optimistic. Welcome to the show, everyone. How's it going? And thanks for joining us, everybody out there in 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 podcast land. It's very interesting. Uh, we sit there, we look at the stats from time to time, and we can tell who's listening and who's not. And you know, our, our listenership is growing. Uh, I really wish we could get parlor back so people could get the word. We can get the word out a little bit better on that. But you know what? Hey, that's great. Everything is fine. Everything is gravy. One person that we get to talk to every every time we do this is just fine with me. Anyhow, welcome back to the Signal 50 podcast. We're going to bring you a few current event stories tonight. It's a Wednesday night. It's hump day. Everybody's really tired. And tomorrow's Friday Eve. So let's just see how it goes. But before so, we go any further, remember, uh, we last time we did a recording, and I was curious, uh, you know, if anyone missed us, if we, you know, want to give us some feedback on whether or not you want us live or you want us via Memorex. You know what that means? <laughs> the, the old people know what I'm saying. No, you're, dat- you're dating yourself. I just dated myself again. Totally. Um, but remember, you can, you can chat with us uh, via Telegram. Uh, that's where we're at. Just look up Signal 50 Podcast and you'll bring it right to our channel. Uh, we have a chat channel. That's the way Telegram works until Parlor comes back. Uh, also, you can chat here if it's convenient. Just remember the overlords are watching and we don't want anyone getting stomped on from the overlords. So there <laughs> you have it. And I am still banned from Twitter. Are, are you missing it? Not even a little bit. That's no. good. To be honest with you, not even a little bit. I got to be honest with you. This Telegram thing is, I think it's what Twitter kind of wanted to be. I, I think that they, what they did was they they looked at Twitter and they figured out what Twitter was and they decided what they weren't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was a good thing for them to do. All right. So on to the show. Enough of that crap. So and on, on to the show tonight. And and here's a few things that we're not going to talk about. Right. We, we, we strained ourselves. Yes. In our brains the last time when we were talking about. We the, nearly, va- we nearly vagled out. It was bad. <laughs> but, you know, in terms of the heavy duty, uh, we went to the weeds and we went right into it and we decided tonight, let's take it a little easier and see, do a little free form. Uh, and what are we not trying to talk about tonight, Alpha? We're not talking about this, this nonsense of impeachment that's going on. Not talking about it. It's not even, it it doesn't even, it's horrible. Whatever. Moving on. Uh, Let's see. What else aren't we going to talk about? We're not going to talk about Hunter Biden. Nope. Nope. It's it's like waiting for the the second coming. Um, When is the FBI going to do their job and arrest the SOB? Um, Never. Because. No, it's not going to happen. That's why. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's not what we're talking about. But. And we're not going to talk about John Durham. Nope, it's another depressing letdown. Nothing's going to happen. Anyhow, as much as I enjoy watching QAnon and everyone else, I don't think it's going to happen either. <laughs> I don't think so either. So why don't we go ahead, without further ado, bring us our first story that we can talk about. Tonight we really wanted to focus a little bit about the economic impact 
of this new administration and and what they're going to do to us. Uh, so let's let's get right into it. This is the House Democrats are unveiling a 1.9 trillion with a T dollar, with a T <laughs> trillion a with a T. Not, Not a on that. No, no. COVID nineteen relief package. Uh, okay. What does it mean? Well, what are you going to, if you were to take $1.9 trillion and divide it by $330 million, um, me, you got me, a lot let me, left. Let me, oh, okay. let, me pull out, let me pull out the abacus and yeah. do some math here. <laughs> take, take, Hold take, on one second. Take, take. Now you just one, date yourself. Usually you just calculate. Nine. Hold on. So keep talking while I do math. All right, so you do the math, but let, let's a, let's a, let's answer the question. Well, Alpha brings up the number that we would get if you if you just divided three hundred thirty million for every man, woman, and child here, again of our tax dollars, which we'll talk about in a second. And you were to divide that, we'll find out what that number is. There's a lot more money left over because they're not going to give us what I think it's going to work out to be. Um, any time here, we can find out what that number would be. Uh, I think it goes to other places. It's a, it's a feedback loop. It's a negative feedback loop, as we like to say in medicine. And where you take the money, it comes back to you laundered. And I can't help but think about that movie, Leo Weapon 2. Leo gets, and they laundered the money. Now, that was they such laundered the money. Okay, folks, well, I did a little bath while, yeah. while we were waiting. I pulled out the abacus and... Did some heavy-duty calculations. That's about five and a half thousand dollars for every man, woman, and child in this country. Now, now, Alpha, you said that's, five. That's every man, woman, and child. Yeah, five thousand five hundred. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think I have to check my hearing uh, and go see an audiologist because that's not what we're supposed to be getting. We're supposed to be getting another two thousand ish. Yeah, well, you know, there's overhead costs in there, G&A, bribes, mm -hmm. uh, foreign influence that they need to uh, buy. Uh, they need to grow some bureaucracies. Let's see, they're uh, going to give some more money to the FDA. They're going to create a whole bunch more federal jobs. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, in other words, this spending bill is not really for the American people. Nope. It's for, the, it's for the cronies. That's right. For the Bidens. And the Clintons. So, you know what? This this is just. And, and do we have one point nine trillion dollars laying around, Alpha? Let me check. Let me check. Let me check my. Let me check the piggy bank. Uh, that's negative. Nope. Uh, negative goes right. Or the pattern is empty. 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 We are. We are almost thirty trillion in the hole at this point. What's one point nine more? It doesn't matter. Funding for the CDC, they say. So instead yeah. of giving the money to us, they give it to the CDC. Right, Energy and Commerce Committee. Oh, yep, they're they're doing their markups on it for theirs. There's they're responsible for a portion of it. Proposed funding: seven and a half billion for the CDC to prepare, promote, administer, monitor, and trace. Or excuse me, track vaccines against COVID nineteen, which is all a bunch of crap. Uh, oh God. Yeah, this is all bad. Department of Health and Human Services to detect, diagnose, and trace. COVID-19 infection. Uh, by the way, did you check the numbers lately? I know I'm not supposed to talk about COVID. That was on the taboo list, but I can't help myself. Uh, the uh, numbers have gone down uh, below 
And when they switched down the, the cycles, and I said this way before they, you know, when I caught on to what they were doing, they actually um, cut down on the cycles. Now the World Health Organization, their infinite wisdom, and their China handlers allowed them to do so, said, oh, why not? Um, we're going to we're gonna tone down those cycles. And all of a sudden, the numbers are dropping. How about that? It's like and, magic. And here's just a brief, just a little more statistics for everyone out there. If you were to take uh, a recent randomized test in my area, they did 563 tests of COVID amongst the families in, in the school district I'm at. They decided that, okay, we're going to randomly select, and they did all the families. Guess how many came up positive from this 563? Mm, none. Two. <laughs> two. Oh. All of a sudden, comes up as two, and they weren't even sick. Those are like false that? positives, then. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I propose that this is BS and motion to dismiss. Uh, nothing like being live exactly nothing like being live but anyhow yeah i think it's i think it's just ridiculous um yeah so what does that work out in a percentage it's like uh dun, 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 dun. one tenth of one percent one tenth of one yeah that's that's about right in the old math department hmm didn't even need the abacus for that one. <laughs> huh. I, well, I, you know, look, I, this is just, this is absurd. I mean, it's just absurd. And now you get the CDC that came out. Right, we're going off on a tangent, but that's not abnormal. Now the CDC's guidance is, well, you know, if you're wearing one mask, why not just wear two? Because that's more effective. Yeah, that's, that, that's, yeah. Why, just not, why not three? Why not five? Why don't we just keep making shit up? Yep. That's what they're let's doing. Keep doing. Yeah, let's just keep yeah. doing that. Anybody, anybody, do you know anybody with the flu this year? I uh, haven't heard. No, no one has the flu. No, no, flu's done. Flu's not even a thing anymore. Nope. Moving on. Anyway, so that was. So anyhow, that. back to $1.9 trillion. Uh, well, yeah, and that's what they're spending it on. That's what got us off on the tangent, everyone. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're just growing the government and, and putting in place. It is incredibly easy to build a bureaucracy. It is incredibly difficult to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And so, once they have power, are they willing to give it back? No, never. Of course not. Of course not. So, with that being said, hmm, I... Uh, curious to see what everyone else thinks i'm uh i'm sure that there's better use of that money um hmm. I, I i i'm amazingly shockingly don't have anything to think about because they just waste it every single time uh, yeah anyway. how about that huh so let's talk about something else talking about sure. the economy and we were talking about this the other day Remember when Biden sat down into the Oval Office and decided to put out the job-killing um, uh, executive order to stop the XL pipeline? Just stop it. Here we go. We're just going to stop it. Well, attorneys are now getting involved, and they're going to – and attorney generals from the states, I'm sure, that are affected – are, are uh, writing a little letter to uh, 
uh, Biden to reverse their decision. Uh, and I think that's going to be followed by many, many lawsuits. And I heard that there were companies were looking into getting their own private security to continue the job anyway, despite this little executive order. Um, that, Good for them. Yeah. And I hope that that happens. I mean, these people need their jobs. And the, this is a whole economy. And I don't know about you, Alpha. I don't think clean economics is really the way to go. I don't think clean energy is really all that good of an idea to begin with. Um, it's incredibly inefficient. Number mm -hmm. one, number two, it's incredibly expensive. Mm -hmm. Yep. It, 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 it's listen, cars today are not cars of the seventies or the sixties, no. right? We don't run leaded fuel anymore. We run a higher grade gasoline that's more highly refined, mm -hmm. um, less impurities, less pollution. The emissions control systems on cars are more highly advanced. You barely get anything other than, you know, what, what do they call a greenhouse gas is CO2. Mm -hmm. It's carbon dioxide and water is basically what it boils down to. Carbon dioxide is a key component of life on this planet mm -hmm. without it plants don't work and food doesn't work correct yeah we need food food's good. um so with that being said there's um besides a thousand and according to the article from the western journal um they were talking about the thousands of displaced workers and their families yeah. surely to disagree with the heartless assessment of what the president did and yada yada blah 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 so you get it everyone gets it it's just it's just a and, and this just happened to be in arkansas it's all up and down the country where this pipeline is being done and it's just think of just just think of all these people right they're they're yeah. working away they're making great we've talked about this before but my heart my heart just absolutely is torn for these people mm -hmm. you know these guys sat around through the obama years Mm -hmm. You know, these skilled tradesmen and they, and they basically, they, they just barely made it. They just barely made it. They come into this, the, the Trump era, you've got a booming economy, things are being built and, and the infrastructure projects are going and they're funded and, and private industry is investing again and pulling all the manufacturing back to the United States. We come with a great way to become more energy independent, to bring cheaper energy to the rest of the world, to us first and then the rest of the world to lessen our dependence on third world despots that we make fantastically filthy wealthy by buying mm -hmm. gasoline and oil from these assholes. Mm -hmm. And along comes Joe Biden and his radical left agenda and his little neophytes. And with a stroke of a pen, all these people are streeted. That's insane. Well, it's insane. So what what is the driving force, in your opinion, um, in terms of why this is all happening? Is there any thought that you yeah. have that could that could be driving this in terms sure. of what, sure. what's, in, what's on your mind there, Alpha? In terms I, I think that the 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 limousine liberal crowd, you know, mm -hmm. the Al Gore's of the world with his private chat. Mm hmm. And who's made uh, uh, billions of dollars off the global warming, uh, you know, falsity that he's been peddling for years. Mm -hmm. 
And all of these people, that's how they make money mm-hmm. is pimping the fear of global warming mm-hmm. and having a cult of global warmingists. Mm-hmm. Climate, well, first it was global cooling. Do you remember when we were kids? We're all mm-hmm. going to freeze to death? Yeah, because of the of the greenhouse effect, and you know. Yeah, yeah, and we're all going to freeze to death because of nuclear winter, and blah blah blah. blah, blah we're going to freeze. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then, and then it became global warming, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're all going to boil to death, and the Sahara is hot, and all the no shit, the Sahara is hot. It's the fucking Sahara, okay. And then you go ahead, and now it's because things didn't go the way they planned. They're playing mm-hmm. it now. They're playing both sides. Gl- climate change. Mm. I I'm I'm would, I would actually agree with you with that. I think there's one more part of this, and I think the central bank has a lot to do with this. Um, the, that small uh, group of people that are controlling everything from uh you know from the way the monetary system is up and running. Um, some of the things I've read have described the central bank is actually this this whole way of um, funding the world uh, not based on the gold standard, which I think the gold standard was a much better way of doing it, uh, but instead doing it on debt and right. um, running running the, the financial system based on uh, borrow, 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 borrow some more, and then once you borrow, then you're enslaved and, and slaves is used loosely, I apologize, but uh, use that to uh, you're you're canceled yeah, i know well there you go <laughs> but if you think about what what you're doing you're, you're actually paying back this enor- enormous debt and, and we just keep making money like it's going out of style um and I, i'm not sure that this is quite the way to go uh in why why aren't we basing our money on something that makes a little bit more sense brings us to another topic but you know the, the thing about it is is we're we're a debt driven society um you see people you know I, I always i always say this and today in today's climate i think this is very appropriate call me crazy but you see people with the big house the brand new car mm-hmm. the fancy trips every year the this is the that's is and they've got all of the shiny things right Mm-hmm. And everything's perfect. What happens when they miss a paycheck? Uh, it's all based on debt. Yeah. Although right now they're talking about not not foreclosing on anyone and not throwing not not um, throwing people out of their rentals if they can't pay or you know they that are can't talking. go on that can't go on forever. That's true. And if when we were younger, again we're going to date ourselves. Um, it was right in the middle. I, I remember it barely because I was that young. Uh, the gas lines, gas shortage. Oh, yeah, I remember. Um, I do remember my dad uh, talking about uh, something about high interest rates for the house. Now, he never really talked about how interest rates work and things like that. But if I remember from my research, it was 18% for a mortgage. Oh, it was very high. And you had to, you know, it was very, it was very difficult to get secure loans. Yep. Um, and then it wasn't until uh, President Reagan came into office that the mortgage rate started, or the uh, interest rates started coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, and you never wanted to carry a, a, a balance on your credit card <laughs> because the interest rates were ridiculous. Um, I think we're heading that direction again. There's no other way to, you know, and someone's going to make money off it. It's not us. 
right? I mean, our your savings account is worthless. I mean, you might as well take the money and stick it in your stock drawer, you know? Everybody needs to think about one thing. If you have money in a savings account, how much interest is the bank giving you? One mm. percent, half a percent. That's like uh, point nothing. Point That's nothing, what, right? In, yeah. in in just a passbook savings account. I remember back in the day when you could make a couple of dollars interest on a passbook savings account. Mm. Go go borrow some money and watch what happens. Who's making money? Not me. Not me. <laughs> Well, well, it's actually the money the the money that's being made right now is actually in the stock market. That's where oh, everyone, yeah. oh, that's yeah. where everyone's going. I'm, we're we're prime for a crash. I mean, there's just there's no ifs ands or buts about it. It's just get ready. It's going to fall down. I mean, it's, it can't sustain this rate. Uh, I have my I have my broker on speed dial, and he already has a warning order that if I if I shoot him an email, he's to execute a trade immediately and get everything out of the market. Mm-hmm. And then you put it into a, a money market. Money, money market. Just just dump it in a money market and let it sit there in in, in, in relative peace and quiet for, for a little while until things calm down. Mm -hmm. It's it's insane. Things are things are everybody's been flying high. I think every I, I agree with you, Bravo. I think everything is gonna come to a screeching halt here very, very quickly. And I think I think the best uh, I was it's interesting. You, you and I think alike. I was talking to my financial planner. Uh, I was wondering about the gold and about silver and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And he was, he was actually getting out of the gold. He thinks the gold's going to crash too. Uh, I, I think so too. I, I think people aren't really going long on gold. I think silver is where a lot of action's happening right now. And silver is very, very high. Um, mm -hmm. Silver was 26 at the close. The spot price of silver was, I think, 26.35 at the close yesterday, an ounce, a troy ounce. Uh, I keep an eye on these things. Uh, something else I was keeping an eye on is this Bitcoin business. Yeah, I, I was asking my uh, my financial planner about Bitcoin, and he didn't really know much about it. And yeah, I um, I, I I don't know enough about it to even comment on it. I, I, I'm curious if anyone's listening right now, or you want to drop us an email and tell us about it. Um, it's it's something about blockchain, and it, it is based on value you you were telling me before the show that if you would have bought uh two hundred dollars worth of bitcoin uh what was it ten years ago not uh in two thousand and two had you bought a hundred dollars worth of bitcoin mm -hmm. it would have been worth four hundred and sixty four thousand dollars yesterday mm. Mm. <laughs> Just imagine if he had a thousand dollars to throw in that direction uh, in two thousand and two. Wow, that's a lot. Holy of crap, that's a lot of zeros, brother. Wow, that's so. There is something to it. Whether or yeah, not it, it's an alternate economy kind of thing, which could be uh -huh. very interesting to think about in the future, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what is. I don't know what the value is based on. I know Elon Musk is kind of a. He just bought billions of it or something. Yeah, he did. He did one point something billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. Wow. They bought very high though, so I don't mm. know. I hope they I hope they work I hope that works out for them. But mm. one Bitcoin share or whatever it's called is forty six thousand US dollars. What? One yeah. Bitcoin? Yeah, wow. one Bitcoin. One one whatever whatever the share is. It's Oh. However, that's whatever that's called. It's forty six thousand dollars. It's just was ridiculous. it based on? 
Do you know what the? I don't. I don't know what the value is based on. I have no idea. It's just. It's just really strange. All right. And they're not really talking about it much. I mean, I was trying to find some stuff about it just to talk about it tonight. It's very hard to find information on it. No one wants to talk about it. And I think that's that circles back to the central bank. Central bank doesn't want anything to do with Bitcoin. They want everyone to be in a, enslaved to their debt. And, and that's how it's going to continue. So I don't know. I agree. I, what are you going to do? Right? Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. Well, all I have to say is the the financial markets, unless you're a very skilled investor and you, and you watched, you know, this whole Robin Hood and GameStop thing unfold over the last couple of weeks, and it's a lot of drama there. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to be extremely savvy and really, really careful to play that day trading game mm. uh, with, with big money. I mean, it's okay to throw around a couple of extra dollars if you have it just to play and have fun. But when you're when you're swinging around a couple of thousand or a few thousand dollars in in trading and you're not skilled and you don't know what you're doing and you and you jump onto something because everyone else is doing it like bandwagon style, mm-hmm. you better be careful. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna get hurt. I, I would I would also preface this all by saying we are not financial advisors. Oh, no. We're average Americans who love this country and love our ability to have free speech and to talk about the things that are going on in the world. But when it comes to financial stuff, I have a financial planner and I pretty much do what they say. <laughs> so, pretty much. So that's yep. my, uh, my financial planner has been dead on the money. Uh, listen, if I had a crystal ball about finances in 2002, I would have taken a thousand dollars and I would have bought Bitcoin and you and I aren't having this conversation today. Right. We would have our hands off. Actually, we would just be, we'd be gone. Yeah. Cayman islands. Anyhow, <laughs> So, you know, everybody out there, I, I just think that the, you know, I, I think Bravo, I, I, I'm not speaking for Bravo, but I think that we're in for some very interesting financial times and the government spending money the way that they're spending at 1.9 trillion just keeps stacking up debt and debt and debt and debt and debt. And what they're doing is I think that they're just paying back everybody that Trump, you know, drained money from their bank accounts over the past four years. And I think he did a lot of damage to people that normally speaking had their hands out and got their pockets pretty full by our government, by your tax dollars. So I think this is just payback, personally. Yep. And on that note, next topic. So uh, that is an interesting discussion about, well, I was kind of thumbing through the Epic Times here, and um, well, you know, like the... You know, we, we, one of the taboos was COVID-19. No, no, no. We're not talking about that. Uh, we already did. We already did. We're tired of it. Uh, let's see. You know, I, I would love to, I'd love to know who handles the finances for our lawmakers if they know that they keep having this, you know, this bottomless pit of money um, and uh, uh, just say, oh, I don't know you could just, you know, spend money and spend someone else's money. I think um, Dan Bongino talks a lot about uh, Milton Freeman, yes. uh, the economist and uh, um, how, how if you're spending your own money, you want the best value, you're going to take the best care of it. And he goes through three different stages and you go to the second stage. Well, you're, you're going to spend your money on someone else, but you kind of care about them. And you're going to buy them a gift. So you look into what that's going to be. 
But if you're spending your someone else's money on someone else, you don't give two rats tuchuses about it, and you just keep spending money like it's going out of style, and that's where the government is. So that's um, that was something I, I kind of picked up on. Yep. Um, Milton Freeman's one of the great thinkers of our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to, I think we should bring up and talk about is um, cancel culture. Oh, and, yeah. Well, why, why on this... You know, you, you can't you can't go against it used to be what was it conventional thinking? Is that is that or is cancel culture? You know, give us a give us a shout out on the you know, Telegram, or if you want to email us, what your thoughts are on cancel culture and why it's so so bad for us. But um, it also kind of falls into this totalitarianism and communism or Marxist way of thinking. If you don't think like us, you shouldn't think at all. Keep your mouth shut and do what we tell you because we know best. I think that's what cancel culture really is. I think it's a form of Marxism that really stifles the ability to speak and and think and come up with different ideas. Because we all know when do we when do we come up with the best ideas is when we work as a team. I may not have the best idea. Alpha has a better idea. We go. We'll try what Alpha says. That's right. how we learn. But right now, they don't. No one wants to learn. No one wants to do anything. No. And you know, no. This whole this whole cancel culture thing is just nothing more than a bunch of bullies that get on the internet that don't really care about the issue that they're trying to jam in your rear end. Mm-hmm. All they care about is their ability to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think anything that they do is terribly meaningful. Mm-hmm. It's just very hurtful, and it's it's disgusting what's mm-hmm. going on. It's enough. And that's one of the reasons why we can't come out. I mean, our jobs would cancel us. And that is that fair? I mean, what what could you do if you got canceled? Let, let's ask that question for a second. Nothing. I mean, you have to go. You have to go in the corner and and go away, or you know that what and who wins on that? I don't. Th- I don't think anyone wins. I think it's just. It's like a bully, you know, it's like exactly. being right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just an easy thing for somebody to do is they, they pick on these kids. I mean, you know, look at, look at cyber bullying in general. I mean, uh, our kids are engaging in this activity, whether, whether your kid is the greatest kid in the world or not, to some extent or another, you know, they have friends online that, you know, a lot of kids are getting bullied and, and look what's happening to these children. A lot of, you know, the teenage suicide rate is through the roof. And I think that electronics and, and I think the internet has just absolutely ruined our culture to an extent. And it's just, it's just a vehicle by which bullies can remain anonymous and do a massive amount of damage. It's control. It's uh, do as we say, not as we do. And uh, they ruin people for sport. Yep. And, Here's the other thing too. If you let, let's let's take this one one other step further, uh, briefly. If you think about what Ocasio Cortez did, and she's on the on, she gets millions of people to watch her on Instagram. Or I don't bother whether, but some a lot of people do, and they watch her and they hang on every word, and she dramatizes all of the things that happened to her. And again, she didn't clarify. This is my perception or this is my feeling. She's she's saying it like it's fact. She's an actress to begin with. Uh, I don't believe the bartending thing at all. To be honest with you, not the way she's acting. Um, but anyway, she 
went on this yarn of just nonsense. She just blah, 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 blah. And if you disagree with her or call her out on it, especially uh, John Basovic, who basically had the timeline and had a map showing you were there, you were in your office and that was a one and a half miles underneath a big highway. And they weren't even there when you're talking about it and, and, and slamming the officer that was trying to help you and, and, and making him to be the bad guy was ridiculous. Everyone hung on every word and they still believe it. To me, to me, that's just not right. You know, it's propaganda. Yep. And that's where cancel culture and propaganda are synergistic, meaning they come together and they act together. Absolutely. And they become stronger. So, um, they're, they're manipulating everything in this. I feel manipulated, connived. Uh, and if you don't like it, shut up and just don't talk about it. What I think the best part about the whole thing is, is, you know, this wokeism, this new woke culture, eventually you're not going to be woke enough for the wokiest of the wokest, wokest people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're going to cancel you too. They're going to eat each other alive because they're going to outwoke each other. How, how come, where does it end? Do it faster. <laughs> just well, they should cancel each other out. I I don't know. It's just listen. the The internet's been a the internet over the past ten years is is a miraculous tool. I mean, you can do a lot of different things. It's it's really brought the world together, but it also has torn the world apart in certain ways. It's really polarized people. And it's like little gangs of roving idiots on the internet sitting there yelling at the sky. Mm -hmm. It's really scary. Mm. Well, I guess, I guess that, that kind of, you know, that's our philosophical beliefs on what's going on with wokeism. And I think it's, it's terrible. I mean, you you can't even have a a debate anymore, you know? Um, well, there is no debate because you're just going to get shouted down. You, we've created radicals. You know, these people, uh, people become, you know, a good, a good debate is when everybody goes away a little bit unhappy because you're right and wrong, but mm-hmm. you come to some agreement at the end of the day and everybody is, you know, mm-hmm. it just is the way it is. It's not like that anymore. We've become an incredibly polarized society because somebody told you to. You forgot how to think for yourself. Uh, sigh. Uh. <laughs> well, I, I think I think here's a good here's a good news story. I think we could talk about something completely different, kind of in the realm where we come from. From the Daily Mail, um, they talk about two men and a woman who were shipwrecked, stranded on a, a deserted island in the Bahamas for 33 days. Uh, after their boat capsized, were finally rescued by the Coast Guard, and <laughs> they survived on conks and rats. Wilson. So they actually, you know, uh, let's see. So the U.S. Uh, this is just the, the highlights here. This is from today uh, by Megan Sheets for the Daily Mail. dot com. <laughs> U.S. Coast Guard helicopter crew rescued three people from Anguilla K. Aguila Cay, an uninhabited Bahamian uh, Bahamian island. Bahamian island. Bahamian Bahamas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the agency said officers spotted people waving flags during a routine air patrol on Monday. How far is that from our coast? The Bahamas. 
Not that far. People right. uh, people go there from Florida on boats in uh, North and South Carolina, Georgia huh. on like on uh, day cruisers. It's not so that far. The castaways who have not been named publicly are all Cuban nationals and were rescued on Tuesday. Hmm. I wonder if they're trying to get into the country. Oh boy! Oop, took a uh, took a wrong turn at Miami. I mean, how did that happen? <laughs> And they told rescuers they were ended up in the island after five weeks ago uh, when the boat capsized. So I guess it wasn't, uh, you know, like uh, Gilligan. So hey, my, my guess is the the guys were like, hey, take her with you. We're going to be fine. Just get her and out of here. They Can't stand it anymore. Yep. So that that's a, a <laughs> kind of a good news story. Uh, you know, you don't hear about that. Well, good for them. I'm glad they got rescued. And, you know, that's that's a hell of a vacation, 33 days on a deserted island eating conch and, and rat. That's that's pretty horrible. How the rats, I don't want to know where the rats came from. <laughs> How did a rat get on an island? I don't they know. Have like little little raft and they rafted in from somewhere. I mean, how'd that work? Ugh. Had yeah. to get there somehow. I thought, yeah, I thought you eat coconuts when you're on an abandoned island. There's always a, a palm tree there. Uh, let's see. <laughs> like I said, today's kind of free forming. We just went, yeah, we really went into the weeds. Uh, we heard, yeah, my head, my head still hurts after, after, after that article from Time Magazine. I don't know. It's been getting quite a lot of play. Uh, even in some of the mainstream media starting to really pick up on that as saying, um, yeah, that kind of did happen. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, according to this is interesting. So according to the war, the war room uh, pandemics and Stephen K. Bannon and that and their gang there, they had a former FBI chief that was arrested. This is interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't hear about did you hear about this? Yeah, I heard about it. So what were they arrested? Chart uh document insurrection. Really? The FBI agent? Yeah. For what happened on the 6th of January? Yeah. Fun times, huh? He was there or was he part of yeah, the other side? He was there. He was there. Are they are they linking him to President Trump? That's a question. Well, what I find fascinating is they're they're going through all sorts of painstaking, you know, uh nonsense to find these people that that partook in that that crap and and yeah, it was crap. I'm not a big fan of what happened there at all. Uh, but yet again, I guess it's it's totally cool to burn down cities, and mm -hmm. let's not even arrest anybody for that. Or, or you know, just let them out on a revolving door. So, oh uh, yeah, no bail for you. It's fine. I know. I know you're mad that Trump is president, so you can just go back. Go go back about your business. Oh, here's here's one other thing. I, I think this is important that we talk about because this is the culture war. Uh, you know, the culture war fighting back a little bit. Sure. Uh, this is from Fox News. Gotta, well, I know, but hey, you know, we we take all kinds here at the Signal Fifty podcast. Ugh. But it's such a good story. I have to talk about this. So, if you look at Mark, remember how Fox News and uh, they talk about the story, not a story, right? Or a story, not the story. So, Mark Cuban confirms the Mavericks are no longer playing national anthem at the home games, right? And that's that's the that this was from I just want to see what date this is from twenty three hours ago. Uh, I do not see a story to follow up on. What really happened was that the NBA said, "Ah, you're playing the national anthem at every game. And that's policy, and that's the end of it." So Mark Cuban can go shove it. 
um, and his little um, uh, uh, publicity stunt that he pulled with the national anthem. How dare he? I mean, I've I've sworn off sports. I don't watch them anymore. I don't want to deal with them. I won't pay for anything. I don't want anything to do with the NFL, the NBA, uh, the PGA. I don't bother. I'd rather watch a movie personally um, from the 60, uh, from the 80s. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's uh, good for good for the NBA. At least they're they're uh, they're maybe waking up just a touch, right? Uh, to the nonsense. Um, well, I, I I think it's very funny. I think uh, I think there was a football game last weekend, right? Wasn't there some kind of big football game? Yeah, the Super Bowl. Like I said, the only person that that you know, once I was listening to it, Tom Brady, and then he was a victim of um, oh yeah being called a racist, and because the other oh, guy. Yeah. And he, he's white and should doesn't have the right to say, oh, I, I, I tuned all that out. But for Tom Brady, who's 43 years old, yep, good for seven, him. Seven Super Bowl wins. I mean, I wasn't a yep. Patriots fan, I never was yep. you know, back when I was liking football. But you got to admire the fact that he really uh, did what he had to do to keep in shape and he came back from some injuries. Um, you can't play football without uh, <laughs> getting hurt. I know that. Well, um, the guy, the guy is a true leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he really is a leader. I mean, you, you read some stories about how he took the team down in Tampa Bay and he really whipped them into shape. And the coach even was like, I didn't do anything. It was Brady. And he brings back his buddy Gronkowski out of retirement. And those two, when you watch those two idiots interact, and I, and I use the term idiots as, you know, a term of endearment between friends. These guys are best friends, period, mm. full stop. And you watch these guys together and watch how they interact and, and the things that they do together. They're having a good time, and they're really good friends. And I think Rob Gronkowski is probably a really good dude. Mm. Uh, he's hilarious. He's got a self-deprecating sense of humor. He just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And he's he's an incredible athlete. He retired because he was hurt, and his buddy talked him come to into coming back. If anybody hasn't seen it, okay, mm-hmm. there there's an advertisement that T-Mobile did uh, between it was Rob Gronkowski and uh, and Tom. his buddy there, Tom Brady. If just go ahead and go ahead and look at Tom Brady's uh, T-Mobile commercial. Go ahead on YouTube and go check that out. You will, you'll crack up. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It wow. is truly hilarious. Yeah, I, I we caught I caught it after you said I should watch it afterward. It's um, very funny, very it's funny. funny. And it's just like I, I, you know, and, and get, you know, kudos to to Tom Brady, and he is a he is a Trump supporter, and you know, he gets um he had uh. He got he got um, negative press for going to the White House and not 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 uh, you know he wears a MAGA hat and good for him you know that's the way it should be yeah <clears throat> one other um, one other story I want to bring up here um, we talked about this last week um, parents are starting to get really upset uh, with, with these lockdowns and not being in school. And I think it's important that we take a moment and we kind of touched on this cause you had a, you had a, uh, a, a neighbor or someone close by that, um, uh, as a teacher and she, yeah, she's had a snow day since last March. Right. Pretty much. Um, on Breitbart, 
they did a story on uh, Michigan parents demand return to in-person learning is falling, uh, failing grades rise. Look, we're not doing any favors to education here at all. I, I, I cannot understand why um, this type of learning environment on a computer at home, sometimes alone when two parents are now working again versus um, uh, being in school. And my finger goes right to the direction of the unions, teacher unions. And if there's any union supporters out there, I get it. I don't know about you, but I don't see any reason alpha for a union anymore because they are, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to get in trouble for saying it, but I'm just going to say it. Back in the day when the industrial revolution was going on and, and there was no work, worker rights and there was no OSHA, and there was no protections, sure, uh, unions were needed and they had to be safe. And that's where all this comes from. Now we have all these different, all these, these safety protocols and these rules and uh, protective gear, everything. Tests you have to have. If you're a healthcare worker, you need, a, you need to have your tuberculosis test done. You need to have vaccines in place. You got to have physical, all this stuff. Firefighters have to go through it now. They're even talking about firefighters. A uh, big problem is um, uh, the not decon not decan uh, decontaminating properly after a fire. All those all those uh, uh, smoke particles or carcinogens are all bad for you. They're poisons. They're cyanides. They're all this other garbage. And if you're not cleaning yourself off before you go back to the station, you're wearing this all the time. Huge rise in throat cancers. Huge rise. Yep. And skin cancers, huge rise, and all this stuff. So, my my idea, and the uh, the professional firefighters, not volunteer, professional firefighters have NFPA or the excuse me IAFF. Where have they been? Now, all of a sudden, they're starting to talk about decontamination and make sure you clean your gear and all this other stuff. But the teachers' unions, there is no real evidence to support their position. That none they at home, none. And, and let's just talk briefly about how kids learn. You know, briefly. I don't want to get into too much of a big lecture about this. But kids learn better. Do you think kids are going to learn better behind a computer screen at home, staring at a screen all day? Or are they going to learn better by be interacting with other other peers, being in a, in, a, in a regimented, scheduled day, doing activities and exploring and learning? Because remember, kids learn differently than us adults. Well, let's look at let's look at a little bit more of the impact on the the educational impact. I mean, it goes a little bit deeper than that. I mean, look what's been going on. I mean, these these parents mm -hmm. who you know might still have a job mm -hmm. that they don't have the luxury of telecommuting or or doing a home office scenario, and they have young children. What are they going to do with? What have they done with these children for a year? Mm -hmm. The schools provide, you know, a place for children to go during the day while mom and dad go to work. Mm -hmm. Additionally, there there are very few things that I'm liberal about. Mm -hmm. One of those things that I am liberal about is schools provide a lot of services to kids that would otherwise go without, mm -hmm. without you know, education and that whatever is that that's goes without saying special education students have been unserviced against the law for the last year. Yep. Their IEPs have been ignored. Mm -hmm. Number one, 
Number two, they're, and they're falling so far behind. Number two, there are certain groups of children that don't eat three square meals a day. Schools provide one to two meals a day for these children. Mm-hmm. They're hungry because mom and dad are working their ass off or they're not, whatever. They can't afford to feed their children. The schools are an outlet where these children get, a, <laughs> you may not look at it like it's the greatest thing in the world, but I got to tell you something when you're, when you're starving, mm-hmm. any, any food is good food. So they're feeding these children. There's social services that happen in these schools. Mm-hmm. A lot of abuse cases get picked up from the schools, from the teachers and social services gets involved in children protective services. Not that they're a good organization, 90% of the time, but there are some good that they do. They do serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. How many kids out there are are being abused and we don't even know about it? You know, you won't unless uh, you won't. The, the teachers aren't picking the providers are the educational providers aren't picking up on it. No, I'm talking about medical providers, but yeah, they're they're and they're not even seeing kids anymore. They're seeing them on telehealth, which you can hide a lot. Sure. Over a, over a computer screen. So. You're right. Right. And, and, you know, you got, you've got social, uh, social workers and you've got school psychologists and you've got guidance counselors and role models for these children, mm-hmm. social interaction that these, these kids are, are suffering mm-hmm. badly. They may not look at school like it's the greatest thing in the world, but, you know, as somebody who's gone through school, I can tell you that it's crucially important that these children have structure and they have none. So now you have governors that are still playing this, uh, playing catering to these unions, mm-hmm. um, and not having these kids go to school. Um, again, I, I don't, I don't know what you do except get them back in school, but they're, they're, they're pulling all kinds of reasons why they can. And you have to think of it, you know, what is the union's, uh, responsibility this well it's 100 percent in my opinion but these these teachers are living up the life and creating um you know wealth uh, by not really doing anything now I, I won't say all teachers i'll say some of them um but it's it's sad I, this is just not the way it's supposed to be kids yeah. are not doing right we're gonna have a huge amount of problems down the road uh, we're going to have all kinds of psychological issues and adjustment issues and not being able to adjust, uh, and, you know, um, uh, behavioral disorders, all kinds of stuff are going to come out of this. Right. We haven't seen the tip of the iceberg yet. Listen, the government has created a corner on the market of education. The government has created, for the most part, a monopoly on education. The government has failed miserably by their own design and the agreements that they formed with unions that represent teachers. Now, I think it's wrong. I think the teachers union needs to go Mm -hmm. because my money is being spent to educate children, not to fill the coffers of a union. And not to let these teachers leverage their way into positions where they can close down school districts for an entire year. I think it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think school choice needs to be a big issue. That was the direction that Donald Trump was heading in with school choice. Mm-hmm. And, well, look what happened. They didn't like him, did they? 
No, no, that was another, that was another, uh, that's another issue. Yep. But you're, you're right. I mean, they're, they're going after them both barrels. Right. Unfortunately. So Ah, no good news to be found really anywhere, except, you know, if, if you're stranded on a desert Island for 33 days, I guess you're going to be okay. Well, kudos to the ghost guard. I mean, God, you know, good for them. That's, that's a, that's a nice thing to do is find, get a fine like that and, uh, bring them back safe. And, uh, They'll they'll end up staying. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Oh, what are you gonna do? So yeah, today's show is a little bit lighter. It's a middle of the week. Uh, we want yeah. to not, uh, you know, kind of dive. We'll we'll dive in. And we'll have um, look forward to uh, uh, hearing your comments if you want live or you want uh, re- you know recorded versions. We can do either one. Um, we'll see what you want. Sure. We'll see what you want. We'll take it under consideration. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we have to do what works for our schedule too. So we look, we do look forward to hearing some feedback from you. Potpourri of shows. That's what we did today. It was a potpourri of topics. That's, uh, it's a potpourri of topics. There's no real organization tonight. It's Wednesday. It's a work week. It's awful. The weather sucks. I just want winter to be over already. Anyway, so let's comments before we head on out of here. Anything? Drew Bradley's in the house. Hey, Drew hey, Bradley. Drew. Welcome. See what he has to say here. Eh, you're fine, Drew. No problem. Nobody, nobody cares. Yep. It's fine. All right, everybody. Hey, listen, thanks a lot for joining us. Be sure to catch us on Signal50.com. Come on over there. Check out some of our content, some of the pieces that we've written for the uh, in the commentary section. Uh, don't forget to pick us up on your favorite podcast outlet, uh, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're yes. on iHeart. And you can get there via the website. Signal50.com. And we're on Audible. And be sure to check us out on Rumble, where we're going to spend a lot of time over on Rumble. I'm not so sure Parlor's going to come back. They said it was going to come back this week. I don't know. I don't know. I hope you so. Know, one thing, just as a side note, Telegram is is pretty cool, but you have to have people subscribe to your channel, and that's all you're talking to is this little sure. microcosm. You're not talking to um, – it, it'll get out on a feed, but – uh. On, on parlor we were getting on feeds and people can see you and then they would follow you right they would follow you follow them they'll follow you back and it was just it's like a combination of facebook and twitter um and it was a good thing but it was run terribly by the ceo and he's he's now running his mouth some more but anyway oh, good for him i hope he uh bongino will sue him into the poorhouse. <laughs> um also, that's, that's that's a guy who will stand on his principles all day long, and oh, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure you want to cross him. He'll just no, he'll fight you. No, no, but he he he's uh, the inspiration for us. So he's a good man. He's a good man. Um, all right, everybody. Want to make sure uh, we thank our firefighters, our MS personnel, our police officers, and of course the military. Uh, anyone that um, is willing to put on that uniform, risk their lives, and defend me has my utmost respect. 
Absolutely. So. On that note, I'd like to throw a shout out to pof-usa.com, pof-usa.com, our affiliate, uh, Puff USA, Patriot Ordnance Factory, Chandler, Arizona, makers of the finest AR-15 style rifles anywhere in the world, made by Patriots, for Patriots, a family-run business, made in America by Americans for Americans. Go give them a look, check them out. And on that note, bravo. Cue the I music. think it's time to cue the music. Take care, everyone. We'll see you on Take care. Thanks a lot. See you, Drew. Bye-bye. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.